This is the Endless Ranters Podcast. Podcast. Good evening, Endless Rainers. Welcome back for episode 109 of your Endless Rainers podcast. Thanks for watching, listening, and subscribing. We truly appreciate all of the support. My name is Chris, and I am one of your Endless Rainers hosts this evening. With me tonight, we've got the one and only Robbie Spotlight. What up, Robbie? What up, homies? How's it going? It is going well, homie. How are you? Good. You know, just uh, just chilling here in the, you know, in front of my garage. Oh, yeah, I see that's yeah. it's really nice looking. And then there's a the man with the plan. It's producer Manny. What's going down, mole man? Greetings, peasants. How are you this evening? Doing okay. We got upgraded from hoes to peasants. Okay. I'm All not right. sure. I, I guess, yeah, peasant was better than hoe back in like medieval times, right? Peasant. peasant. Yeah, probably. You never know, you know. <laughs> People are crazy back then. People are still crazy now. That's true. That's true. We're all crazy. So we got a great show tonight. Sorry to be gone for so long. What was it? A couple weeks, maybe? I don't yeah. know. Don't worry. I know it felt longer. Everybody. I know. We know. But uh, we got a good show lined up. We've had a lot of stuff going on in our lives in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I did a little family vacation myself. Uh, talk about that. Uh, might involve a, you know, my son called a monster shark. The boys here went to see, went to the uh, Corolla barbecue Corolla family barbecue event for Corolla drinks that yeah, looked like food. a blast. Yeah. You saw some live music, ate some food and hung out with some great people. So we want to hear all about that. Uh, if I didn't mention it, my son caught a monster shark. So we might talk about that a little bit more. I don't know if I haven't mentioned that yet, which that's a video to share. Uh, and then uh, let's see, we've got father's day. Like what did, uh, what did we do for father's day, either as dads or for our dads? And then uh, at the very end, we've got a gender reveal for Mr. Robbie Spotlight. Some of you may already know what's going on, but uh, yeah, we're going to leave that to the end, okay? Okay. Don't hold back that excitement there. I think Robbie froze on us because it, he looks like very pointed, just like. He does look, he looks really angry, you know. I wonder what he, was, what he was thinking about at this moment. Looks I furious. Think, honestly, someone just took a crap in his series. <laughs> he got kicked out again. Yeah. So he's working through some technical issues. Anyway, Manny, uh, yeah, you want to, you guys had just Saturday night, right? Saturday night. I was coming back and completing my journey, but you guys were just getting started. Or, no, I guess it started Friday night. You guys started with a bar crawl. Tell me about the weekend, dude. Well, We'll start off on Thursday. That's when we went. That's uh, B. Frank, Lars, myself, M Melissa, and her son. Was, Rob, were you there on Thursday? No, he. Rob. No. Evening, right. Yeah, our car kind of broke down, overheated, so we got there kind of late. So he showed up later in the evening, but yeah, everyone previously mentioned we helped set up uh, both areas, like the area where they had the the grilling and the show. Mm -hmm. Then next door at the at the studio that we also set up over there the fucking the step and repeat you know where they took the photos and then 
had all the tables and chairs shit set up. I don't know if I asked, did I ask this last year, but where is it with the, the building where the main studio is at, like out in front, is that where they do it? Or do they do it in another building with the show? No, the, the barbecue, the barbecue, that whole event. Sorry. I guess I'm skipping forward a little bit. I was just curious, like when you were setting up all good, the barbecue slash concert area, it's located in front of the warehouse where he has all his all his cars and the other office where they do like the editing and okay yeah etc okay gotcha gotcha i think we went to that building when i was out there several years back uh, but we went and it was night i didn't see an outside area to that so they must have a big area outside yeah the w- one that you're talking about that was the actual corolla studios where they record the shows like where they have the event is it like maybe a block away from there yeah we went to that where he has his cars like you, at, you at the time we yeah, at the time he had like both. 10 cars in there uh-huh. yeah and then but I, we didn't go outside so i didn't know there was like a big outdoor area at that building so all right that's cool so thursday night you guys were helping set up and having a good time we i met up with uh b frank oh yeah and jeff lee fuck how could i forget jeff lee nice I feel bad yeah i met up initially with them after work we met up at this uh japanese barbecue spot headed to the studio then yeah robbie showed up late fashionably late him and his and his lady shout out to nayeli and well friday is when uh kwana and kylie showed up um or was it set? No, yeah, they showed up Friday. I was still at work. So they showed up early to the studio to help set up with all the pre-gaming that was going on mm-hmm. at the studio. I think Rob also showed up early, right? On uh, I showed up early on Friday right. a little bit That's to help uh, Emmy with a couple of things. And also on Saturday, we, we showed up a little bit. Yeah. yeah so... I, um. Yeah, we well, basically uh, my lady and I, we we worked the door on on uh, just like last year. We did the same thing last year. We worked the door with Emmy um, on Friday night for the bar crawl. And then we joined the gang. And then I think we did. Well, this year we did. And then uh, just like last year before the barbecue, we also worked the door and we, you know, checked, uh, you know, checked names, uh, gave out uh, wristbands and, and uh, name tags and stuff. So. Yeah, I, I got to see all the people coming in, you know, uh, Gina, Gina came with uh, Andy and the, the kid boy, the little kid. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. 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 And also Bald Brian, he came with uh, Christy mm-hmm. and, and their daughter. Oh, that's was, sweet. Uh, yeah, she was super cute. Um, yeah, and it was fun. Uh, and uh, like I said, uh, Emmy was everything went well organized. Um, uh, and like I said, working the doors cool because you get to see everybody coming in. You know, Doctor Drew, uh, Susan, his wife. Um, yeah, that's a great Dan, experience. Yeah, Dan Dunn, um, just everybody, everybody. Mole right. man. Um, yeah, Mole man. I showed up yeah. fashionably late on Friday night with uh, Dawson, me, B, Frank, and Lars. We went to go pick him up from his house. I gotta tell oh, you, sweet. He has a pretty cool mailbox, and it's in the shape of a burrito. So if you ever uh, <laughs> fan mail, so let me get this right. So you, Brian and Lars, you guys got to pick up Dawson and bring him to the party. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's incredible. Got to hear some behind the scenes info as far as like what is it? The smoking kills are concerned. They got a pretty mm-hmm. gig lined up over in Tennessee in a few, I want to say months or weeks, if I remember correctly. 
Oh yeah, is it like a big show or like a big event there that's out there or what? A private show. They were they're being uh, they were commissioned to go perform for oh. a group of people, and so yeah, the, the whole band's getting nice, man. Yeah, it's dope. I'm happy for Dawson. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, his music's really good, and obviously it helps to have a great platform and a huge uh, huge list, you know, group of listeners that uh, you know may, his music may not be for everybody, but a, a huge enough group of listeners that adore him, you know that. Sure. Definitely give it a chance. Yeah. For, go, for those go, go uh, see him wherever he goes. For those people or those ASOs out there who have not seen them live, they're they're fun live. And also can't forget uh Loxy, um Chris Loxamana, you know, Mikey, Will. Um it's uh what's a band of three guys, the the guitarist and singer, which is Chris and Will, who's the, the bassist, and then uh Mikey, right? He's a drummer. I've said this before. Man, he's got, they both, the, well, the three of them have a lot of energy, but you see Mike, and he's just, you know, the drums and it's awesome. Um, they bring, they bring a lot of energy. So they're, they're fun. I think whoever has seen them live, you will enjoy them. And I'm not blowing smoke up their ass. It's, yeah. it's a fun group. Well, I think uh, everybody that knows, you know, is listening to those guys for years knows they're great people too. So yeah, get out and support them. Oh, sure. fun, cool dudes, cool dudes, fun guys and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, again, I was at the door and when I saw Mikey pass by, he's like, "Hey, what's up, man?" I'm like, "Hey, you know, cool dude." Um, yeah. Yeah. What else? What else, uh, Mo Man? What else did you see? You you were setting up. How's that? How'd that go? You know, just uh, nothing like some sweat equity to. Yeah. Get 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 by in life. <laughs> Last year it was uh, offspring. I helped out on Saturday morning, and uh, some well, uh, some of us, Mo Man, right, and uh, I think B Frank, Luis, and a few other people, we were helping uh, offload their truck, and you could see their their cases that said you know the offspring and all. That. It was it's cool. It's a cool experience. And then this year was uh, headlining was uh, lit. Mm-hmm. Um, so those, uh, there's a few, uh, song, songs out there that people would recognize. Um, the one that I like is the one that goes, uh, you know, you make me completely miserable, but it kind of tricks you the song, right? It, it goes, what you make me come, you make me complete, you make me completely miserable, which that's <laughs> yeah, pretty fun. Uh, it's, it's clever. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good, man. I'm glad you had fun. So what were yeah. these, what were some of the other highlights of lit played? Were there other bands or was it just like the one headliner band or what? No, it was uh, Loxy and Smoke. Oh, okay. Kills. Okay. So they all played. All right. I wasn't yeah. sure if they'd just be guests or have to, no, have, no, to they have to earn their, they had to earn their ticket. They did do some sweat equity too. Exactly. <laughs> oh, for sure. Sweat for equity sure. all good. around. Well, That's for, uh, on Friday for the bar crawl, right before the bar crawl, um, which I, I believe they did last year. Uh, Loxy, right? I think uh, Chris played uh, some music, or was it Dawson or both of them? Oh yeah, they both did on Friday before we left for the ball curl. That's right. Right before you know, so it was a little get together. We all you know were there. They played some music. You know, the buses showed up, and uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, some music before a little pre gaming, and then we all went uh, got, got on the buses. And um, it's cool because it's it's always cool when they get on the bus with you. Like I was on our way, we were on the bus with uh, at one point with Chris. So it's cool because they'll you know the fans are there, and Chris uh, is he's going from row to row. 
saying hi to everybody and and he didn't just stick in the front and just chill and sit down it's he he knows we're there to see them mm-hmm. so it was, it was fun to see him kind of chit chat and you know you know passing out drinks and whatnot um who, who else uh, obviously lynette you know we love her she was there uh ray uh it, it was not a dt dtr party he was invited so ray was there nice um yeah um, well, wasn't he there last year too I uh, believe so, right? Okay. I distinctly know. I know he was there because he was running around with my glasses on over at oh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Haley from the Lady Lackeys was there. Obviously, oh, Emmy yo, was there. She, she fucking got into it with a cactus or something, man. She squared down. So I hope she's all right. Yeah. Uh-oh. Saturday, Saturday, she kind of, I, I think, tripped and fell. Uh, another person who showed up. I'm was, sure she uh, appreciates you uh, remembering, just just in time <laughs> for the end of this. You know. Yeah. We draw near to this segment that you throw that in there. How often yeah. do you hear of someone, you know, thrown down, rumbling with a cactus? It's not right. well. I think what I heard was she fell into a cactus. Hey man, rumble. <laughs> same no, but yeah. I gotta say, my personal one of my my highlights was seeing Lit because uh, the significance with that band in me is like I, I was. Um, when I learned to play drums, it was to one of their songs. And so I was just like, Oh, oh nice, man, nice, nice. Let me go ahead and try this. And that's kind of like what, well, they were one of the bands that I first played along to when I was like first learning how to play. And then the other highlight, I didn't get a chance to see her all that much, but we still, she still kind of gave me a, a nice dressing down was a Olga at the end. Of oh, the- we love Olga. I think everybody loves Olga. Yeah. yeah. She got on stage on Saturday. Yes, uh, and everybody just uh, you know we we love her and everybody was like oh god oh god oh god <laughs> oh yeah she gave you a dressing down what'd you do wrong uh she essentially is telling me to stop being a man whore and settle down already oh yeah, yeah. i mean i'm trying the last uh, last two outings you know they struck out so it's just matter of numbers right now you know yeah. who could have uh, helped you uh during the bar crawl because she does uh bantering advice was uh uh kirsten uh carney right hmm. i hear Kirsten carney i hear that's what she, she's into yeah she was there she was there on uh on friday night and on saturday as well she's in the man whores what no no what is but she, she could is she uh i believe she she does uh i'm not sure if she has a podcast but but she does uh advice and bantering advice okay, I mean, okay. Bantering the- department, maybe like an older much less um refined version of myself who, who probably would have you know greatly benefited from her services but. oh uh, yeah I, I would have benefited from her maybe six seven years ago me i, I went to a, a mexican restaurant near my job one time actually me and chris went one time and um one time there was some uh it was a few hispanic women and uh, my friend and i approached them and I was like, oh, hey, where, where are you? Where are you from? And she said, oh, well, I actually live in Colombia. And the first thing I thought was, oh, I told her Colombia, huh? Oh, cool. I, I love the show Narcos. And she just gave me this face like, yeah. And so that I kind of struck down. Um, She'd been like, I love cocaine. I said, well, yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, hi hat. Hi hat. Laura on, in the comments, she said, uh, Olga said the same thing to be frank a few years back. To settle down, settle down, boys. All right, that means good things are coming for you, yeah, old man. Soon yeah. enough, man. <laughs> Soon enough, hopefully. Uh, there was something else too. So if I just like, if it comes back to me, I'm gonna 
double back to it, but for right now, it's just like those yeah. are probably the highlights. Uh, I don't so know. it was just Saturday night, and then everybody had to go home Sunday, or what? Yeah, that's always like the bummer for me. It's just like, oh, uh, all the, this crazy blur of a weekend is just like it always winds down and fucking blah, peters out. Yeah. Well, at least you don't have to like spend half a day getting back to wherever, you know? Oh, yeah. More oh, like yeah. half an hour. Exactly. <laughs> yeah for mania i know yeah oh. awesome but it was a it was a fun weekend you know we we were um uh, brian um uh, you know found an airbnb and we all kind of chipped in uh it was a, it was a fun nice. place there was a swimming pool so we got it i think pretty much all of us got in the in the water at, at some point it was one um or one of the better bnb spots we've stayed in for sure was Milady addy there she oh, that was a, that was what was Addie showed up late and we were all yeah. everyone was super bummed that she didn't make it until Saturday, but oh, okay, it yeah. was pretty dope. As soon as she showed up, someone threw on a VIP all access uh, lanyard on her. It was like, Go nice. <laughs> she did her thing for the rest of the evening, man. That's was, pretty cool. Yeah. Well, man, I, w- I couldn't be there this year. One of these years I'll do it. Yeah. Bring, I'll bring the family out, but uh, that'd, this year, that'd be great. Uh, this year oh, we were great. on our own family vacation. So what was it? What was it? Hey, thank you for i remember now i also ran into joe gary uncle joe gary oh nice. joe gary. yeah, yeah. Brother, uh, sorry brother gary but i forgot your first name you know what why i was caught in my natural habitat i was being a fucking fat ass and face fucking myself with two hamburgers at the same time and then i hear uncle joe off to the side manny i was just like oh fuck this is really embarrassing i have a third of a burger in my face <laughs> Um, i don't think he's gonna judge you for that you said his well, brother was with you was with him yeah he has a brother oh so nice i believe the brother is the young his brother is the younger one and uh unless you know joe really partied it up before his liver transplant <laughs> but yeah dude i was busy you know hacking up alone because at the same time as like that whole thing happened i i accidentally inhaled some mustard so you know it's like <laughs> condiment <laughs> yeah so uh, i was choking you know gasping for air and i was just like hey what's uh joe (laughs) it's like i did but there was a huge line i was like i'll just i'll just gasp this out you know i'll catch up with him yeah those are rough moments because he's probably thinking maybe maybe i should go maybe i should go say hi to someone else i yeah yeah how long should i stand here (laughs) while this guy recovers just find someone else to talk to yeah i mean (laughs) We, after I caught my, you know, regained my my composure, we kind of talked some more, and then and, you know he he went, we went our separate ways, and just yeah, it was dope. It was good seeing him in good spirits, man. Oh yeah, yeah super. He I've was never met uh, Joe Gary before. I've interacted with him many times, and he's joined to some of our he joined some of our our happy hour calls. Yeah, it's good to have him on there. Yep. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. But it was a overall. It's a, I'm I'm sure we can kind of go on and on about the the weekend and the the bar crawl barbecue uh shout out to uh paola uh, emmy's uh wife she showed up to the barbecue of course with the yeah cool people so it was it was fun so many people i'm sure i'm i'm forgetting others uh mindy uh maria and her husband jeff from arizona shout out to everybody the luscious as rob would call call them so mindy Okay, well, Mindy was a she was on the cruise, but that hasn't happened for a long time. So that was she probably got to meet a lot of first 
first yeah. ace meets. Really cool. yep. I love I, I dug her glasses a lot. They're all nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> she she's from the East Coast. She's uh you know uh, Boston. East Coast Mindy. That's why they call her East Coast Mindy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that that's they do. Oh, that sounds bad. <laughs> Put in front of a man's name, it's like, oh wow. Put in front of a woman's name. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds suspicious. Sorry, sorry, Mindy. <laughs> sorry, Mindy. Uh anyway. Uh well, I'm glad you guys had a fun, but the key is that you're you're ready to go do it all over again. Yeah, right if it now. happens again next year, right you know we're here to help. Oh, ready. look, I I'm I'm ready. I actually um I I was working on Monday uh and I deal with security and I was uh you know, so I I kind of oversee a group of uh, security uh you know, uh, guards and and the security team in my building. But, you know, the Warriors uh parade in San Francisco was going on. And so I'm, I can do crowds and I can, uh, on Monday, know, Monday, Monday oh, really? uh, morning. Yeah. Oh, was, so was that near, was that near your building then? It, it like literally right by your building. Oh, okay. Right yeah, I guess you're right in the thick of things there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm on the main street. You so, guys have um, the cleanest section of street there for them to do that. <laughs> um, good it, footage. It, well, yeah, I've got some footage. I've got some uh, video. Uh, it was a mess afterwards. Confetti. Yeah. Uh, kid, uh, a couple kids were, you know, you know, pissing on our landscaping, uh, a drunk guy. Thankfully, oh, there was an older guy that passed out. Um, mm. I, I think he he had some heat exhaustion. I'm not sure. Landscaping's so, better than just the sidewalk or the cement. Uh, you know, that is true. Or the side yeah. of the building. Yeah. And, I mean, saying. I can't, we can't do anything about it. We just kind of watched it and we're like, okay, well, what are you going to do? That's right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, oh man, it was it's crazy. I don't know how the the numbers, but it was a whole bunch of people, and you know the, not the floats, but I think the double decker buses uh, passed by right in front of work. Uh, the cable cars. Um, how so long was, does the actual parade go on? I never really thought about it, like because uh, it could just literally just be like ten blocks. Because that's yeah, not, yeah, a, yeah. I mean, it's not a huge stretch there, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, well, those familiar with San Francisco, I'm not sure if it started in. Uh, the Justin Herman Plaza Ferry Building area, and it all went to City Hall, I think, area mm -hmm. Civic Center. Um, but it took maybe I want to say hour and a half. I'm not sure, maybe two hours. You know how these buses uh, go but they're going like slow. real slow, right? Exactly. Yeah. So they could be going just, just you know. But hey, whatever. Yeah. You don't need to go over the whole town. And uh, Adam would love this. A lot of uh, street uh, hot dog vendors. So hey, nice. make your. I, I'm. It's one of those <laughs> things that I don't really agree with him on. I'm like, hey, yeah. dude, make your money. It's better than, you know, snatching and grabbing or running into Macy's and, you know, grabbing. Yeah. 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 I don't know that he's against them, like getting out there and making their money. It's more like, you know, I guess Absolutely. what he's not regulating. He says that, you know, they just kind of are left to do their thing. And if you have a storefront, then, you know, they're going to be coming and inspecting your stuff all the time. And yeah, I don't know. But I guess a lot of those vendors probably, some of them got to be tagged or, well, licensed or something you know what's funny we were talking to one of the ladies i i we bought a few uh uh hot dogs uh, with the lady uh how many did we buy five but when we were going to pay um she 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 told uh she asked she my my wife asked her oh, oh how much are they and the lady goes how much do you normally pay for them and <laughs> I, I, I know i'm like what kind of question is that um <laughs> And then she's like, I, I, I don't know. I think she said, I don't know. Market market research. Yeah. So we ended up paying $8 per hot dog. Um, $8 so per hot dog? Per per hot dog. I mean, they were pretty pretty thick, bacon wrapped. 
they were pretty big, but yeah, eight dollars. I yeah, my cheap oh, side. So that's her whole strategy is like, I might be able to go home in twenty minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> somebody's gonna be like, uh, twenty dollars. <laughs> but, but back to the point. Actually, speaking of, she said, "Well, you know, sometimes we get." I told her, I say, "Hey, I I grew up around here. This is my neighborhood. I I didn't want her thinking I'm like a tourist. Like, oh yeah, sure. Oh, that's cheap." But she said, hey, we need to have money just in case the cops pick us up and then they take our cart and then we have to pay the ticket and this and this and that. I don't know if she was, you know, lying to me or, or anything, but we were like, OK, whatever. Here we go. I bet enforcement of that kind of stuff just like goes up and down, up and down. It, and, it does. You know, like, it does. Like I mean, you yeah, you see stories, but I'm not yeah. sure how often it happens, but eh, whatever. It's probably loosely based on is anybody is anything going on around town where yeah. people are really watching us or can we just yeah. kind of let things slide again for a while, mm -hmm. you know? So, but, uh, but for the Corolla drinks crew, if, if they're watching or listening, I can, uh, next year I can help with crowd control. I can, I can nice. help them out. Yeah. Was it, a, was there, was there a lot of like, you know, fighting, like, was there a mosh pit or something? <laughs> was there a lot, a lot of people trying to like scale the walls and get in well, where at the, at the, at the barbecue? barbecue yeah yeah no 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 no. everything was pretty organized there was uh, seating you know what kind of sucked was that there was a lot of sun it's summertime la uh there was a lot of sun um, oh yeah it's hot yeah yeah, yeah so you might want to take a hat or, or something but uh actually bringing it back to the barbecue i forgot one last highlight there was this woman there she had the best fucking legs i've ever seen in my fucking life dude oh they were like whoever this broad was man she had some stuff talking about lynette no, well, don't, Lynette, talk, like, don't you talk about her like there was oh, someone else. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know who she was. She was there. She was someone's plus one or girlfriend or something. Oh, like yeah. That. She showed up. But for those. Yeah, she showed up with uh, a regular that. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah Robbie's aware. Robbie yeah, knows. I, <laughs> no one, you know, like he said, he's crowd control. <laughs> yeah, he's got I, I'm, female I'm, crowd under control. I'm watching. I'm watching. Yeah, he's monitoring the yeah, uh, yeah. activities. Actually, what I meant to say is those legs stole the whole weekend for me. It's just like, yeah, I'm seeing everyone <laughs> hanging over there. <laughs> Always a great time, but goddamn, those legs. Every 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 picture, Manny's like looking at her like, oh, looking that way. Yeah. Honestly, dude, oh, yeah. I kind of like, I wanted to embrace my inner koala and just like attach myself to one of them and just have like a joint in my hand and just be like, hey, <laughs> leave me alone. Good work. Yeah. Okay. Good work. Yeah. Yeah, they were long. So the warrior, yeah, I was. You reminded me of the Warriors. Like I was, I was, I was absolutely checked out for man a good seven days there, where my phone was on do not disturb. Yeah, you you were on vacation, right? Family vacation. Oh, yeah. yeah, we went on a family vacation to the beach down the Gulf of Mexico. It's in Texas, cool near a town called Port Aransas. So we went on down there last Sunday and stayed, and then we went we went came back home through and stayed in San Antonio for a for a night and got to see some sights and do the river walk and stuff with the kids. So, uh, yeah, it was a great trip, man. Great trip. Um, had this first time the girls had been to the beach, so they got to experience cool. that for the first time. That's really amazing. But yeah, we just had like a family condo down there, uh, right on the water and, uh, hit it hard the first couple of days, just beach and pool and drinking and just eating and yeah, getting our full. Then I had to slow down cause we had a fishing trip midweek. And it was just, a, it was a freaking, it was incredible, man. The weather is beautiful. 
uh, we were on, we were this captain that we weren't really supposed to go too far offshore. We're in a 35 foot center console. as my, my son's first like deep sea, like offshore fishing trip ever. So first we were catching like bull redfish. I'll send a couple, I'll put a couple pictures up, but like huge redfish, like 30, 35 pound redfish. Um, and then uh, that, I guess you need some kind of special pat tag or something to keep them. So we only got to keep one of them. And then uh, we were going to like troll around for mackerel or whatever, like kind of close to shore. And then the captain's like, man, the, the oceans are pretty, are pretty e- e- easy right now. Yeah, they are. So they were pretty. Yeah, they weren't too rough. So trolling, if, trolling if around, like, it's kind of kind of hanging in that area. Is that? Yeah, you're like drag. You're basically essentially dragging bait. Got it. Bait behind your boat at a certain, at like kind of a slow speed, but just trying to cover a lot of ground for a certain type of fish that would, sure. you know, do that. But we were like bottom fishing uh, for the red, the bull redfish, and then, and then the captain was like, if you know, the seas are pretty low right now. We could make it out to where there's like federal fishing grounds for red snapper, where the red snapper get really big. So we trucked on out there. It was like an hour in this boat. My son was at first, he was like scared. I looked over and he, I could see him like holding on to a railing. Like okay. I like, I think he thought he was going to like fly out of the boat. Hey, does he suffer from motion sickness? Not sure. We had him and my wife took uh, pills before we went just to make sure. And he's wearing, they're wearing these bracelets. They're these bracelets you can get for motion sickness. And we got them years ago for a cruise. I don't know if they work or not. I've never gotten motion. I've never gotten seasick, motion sick in my life. Like, she took those pills and you took the edibles. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, the best. That'd out. be a better solution. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be a better solution. Yeah. Um, but no, I've never gotten seasick before. So I'm always, every trip I go on, I'm worried. Like it's going to like, it's going to hit me bad so but no safe now he was fine but i think it was his first time on a boat like that like that far out i don't think he realized like that we might go out where you just you can't see anything <laughs> and you know i've been on a lot of boats and they don't sink you know so he's okay. he's been like well I've, I've never been on a boat before so i yeah. don't really know if these boats uh, how often they sink or not but yeah you could see he was kind of but was, he didn't say anything he, he kind of toughed it out right yeah it took me it took some coaxing to get it out of him Mm-hmm. That, he, that he was a little bit a little bit worried yeah a little bit freaked out but then we got out there we went like 25 miles out it takes about it took about an hour or so and we stop at these big uh oil rigs or these oil tankers right they're just sitting in the water i'm sure you've seen them offshore or whatever but the way they sit in the water it looks like they're sitting on the ground because you know they're they're just in the water floating but the water doesn't move them, you know, at all. Like, so you're mm. kind of like by that you're getting rocked over the place and you just see this giant tanker just wait and your water's splashing up against it. So it looks weird, but you fish off of yeah, them. Yeah. I've seen Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You fish off of them. Well, these were oil tankers, not the rigs. Oh, the rigs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I keep, I always mix up the terms, but yeah. just giant things out in the Gulf that get up close to you. You're just like, wow, this thing is freaking huge. So we fished off that, pulled a big giant cobia out. He caught that. We essentially let him reel all the good stuff in. But man, like we were out there and we were bottom fishing for these red snapper and he got onto something big. And I'm just so lucky it was his rod or so glad it was his rod because I was hoping that he'd catch a shark, but I thought it'd be a smaller one because it's pretty fairly common to catch like smaller shark out there. But now he pulled up like what the captain said, called a 250 pound sandbar shark, otherwise known as a brown shark. 
but you know, not like the most ferocious creatures, but it was pretty freaking big. And so he worked on this thing. It took him like, I don't know, probably 15, 20 minutes to get it up. So, and he's not holding the rod, of course. So he's got it in a rod holder, but he's doing all the cranking and yeah, it was, it was a uh, man. It was just amazing. It was just amazing. So need to get you out there on a boat one day, Robbie. <laughs> yeah. Once I, I did it once, uh, in a, in, on oh, a lake. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Finally, you didn't take nice. me. So I, I, went I know. Sorry, man. With a couple of buddies. Sorry. It was, it, yeah. It, yeah. It's a, it, it's a Mexican friend of mine, Marine friend of mine and, and our older white friend. So the, the yeah. white friend, he, he had a boat of course. And, uh, he, <laughs> he felt like he was taking like the, you know, at, at risk youth out to the lake. I was, <laughs> like, I was there with him <laughs> yeah. trying to reform you. Yeah. 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 Keep you away from a life of crime. Hey, oh, exactly. Well, kind of like we were talking about earlier today, we were chatting about how yeah, a village should take care of the kids. Like, that Rob, like I'm going to teach you how to tie some knots. <laughs> yeah. This Rob, he needs, he's going to need some help. Learn when some he gets, lessons. From yeah. Knots. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just, it was just amazing. That was just, that was just one day. Yeah. We caught a ton of fish, taught a red snapper. Uh, this, um, really not quantity fish. We caught mm. a lot, you know, the ones we could keep, we kept as many as we could and just tons of meat, tons of meat. We probably had about 30 or I don't know, 30, 40 pounds of fish meat to bring back, which we had to freeze, pack up in a cooler and then like constantly re-ice on our trip home. But, uh, did you reckon you had to oh man well we got we got a we got like a suite in um san antonio that had a full-size fridge <laughs> so we could bring everything inside the room in a cooler put it all in the fridge keep it frozen and yeah we just worked it would have been fine in the cooler with ice but we were just worried yeah. worried because yeah you know you basically pay a lot of money for the experience or the fish, you know, per pound, the fish is very expensive. <laughs> if you take away the experience, cause you bring back 30 or 40 pounds of fish, but the, the charters are kind of, kind of pricey, but, but How the, long this guy was great. Usually go for, uh, this one was about six hours. That's fairly normal. It depends. I used to go out of, uh, off of Daytona beats, this, this little port, uh, Ponce inlet. Um, I think it's like south of Daytona Beach, and we would go out on these golf stream trips for like twelve hours, where you'd be like three or four hours in the boat out, you know, like fish for three or four or five hours, and then maybe like three or four hours back in, where you go like really, really long way out to the Gulf Stream, which is moving, like moving like further, like away from the sh uh, coast and closer to the coast, I guess, throughout the year. Yeah, something, something like that. Okay. But yeah, about six hours. I mean, you can go on longer trips, but and it's a it's a beating. It's a real beating. <laughs> it's, a, it's pretty exhausting. But man, it was just it was just amazing to watch my son catch these fish for the first time and be able to do it himself. And um, yeah, I mean, he's just talking to everybody about the shark, you know, just like trying that's to, awesome. Trying, trying to find like uh, more tactful ways to bring it up than I am. <laughs> everybody I talk to, <laughs> yeah. Like you ever, you ever, yeah he's like hey hey neighbor hey, you, ever, you ever caught a shark yeah just curious <laughs> just totally curious just uh you ever caught a shark oh you haven't oh, okay <laughs> okay maybe one day you'll catch a shark yeah but he called that he called a giant a big kobe it was like 46 pounds which is pretty pretty big fish to pull up yeah yeah that's awesome but yeah incredible incredible vacation uh yeah with oh he's gonna and remember and that kids. for sure yeah i was just so happy um, yeah. And if, 
I don't know. I, yeah, offshore, offshore fishing is, uh, yeah, just a life's passion for me. So it's been, it's been too many years since I went out, but I, you know, it's kind of like when your kids are young, it's like, I want to wait until they can get a little bit older and enjoy it too. What, what about the, the wife and the, the girls? Did they go along or they stayed? Girls didn't go. Yeah. Wife came, Laura came. She was incredible, man. She, she, I think she actually caught the first fish. Cool. Reeled it in herself. She's got bruises all over her stomach and like abdomen from like, if you hold the rod, like if you have it stuck in your stomach, you know, when you're reeling, like that shit hurts. Like you don't realize it, but then you have these huge blue circles on your stomach <laughs> for a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, she, yeah, she brought up a bunch of fish. Amazing. Held them. Yeah. You'll see in some pictures, held them up and everything. Yeah. Way, way more than I ever thought she would do way more. Yeah. But it was a great time. Yeah. I think it, she got her hand caught cut up because she had stuck her. The captain was like, here, hold this fish. <laughs> Cause they get some confidence in you and you're just so hyped up when you bring this fish up there. Right. And you know, you wouldn't, you know, most people wouldn't pick up like a, you know, a 12 inch bass or something that's a big bass, but most people wouldn't pick that up much less stick their hand up the gills of a redfish That's like 40 pounds. That but. seems, that sounds so invasive. I gotta say just, Ugh. well, I was going to die. Oh, okay. So what is that? Like just a, a way of doing the faster merciful? No, it's just a way of holding a slippery fish because you kind of like, you know, most fish have some way. It's the best way to hold them, but like you can just kind of like get your hand up in their side of their face, and it's like you're not like bending anything, but you're just wedged in there, and it's just almost it's like the perfect handle to just hold a fish up, like right up in there. All right, but yeah, it's a blast. I can't wait to go again. And then, then, you know, videos of like my daughters in the, in the ocean water for the first time is a uh, priceless, priceless. Oh yeah. 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 Um, so we came home and uh, we went to the Alamo, which I thought was more fake than it is. It's actually fairly real. It's not like a cardboard standee cut out or something. Well, for some reason I thought, well, you know, the Alamo is that we know of and that you go to in San Antonio is like a, fairly small it's like the mission or the chapel like it was the mission of this fort okay. called the alamo so the alamo fort was actually pretty huge it's like a big big area of what is now downtown san, san antonio so i guess i got the, the story confused so that is actually where the mission the alamo mission was but the fighting and all that and the walls that were pretty far away yeah so i don't know but it was cool for kids to see that we did the river i don't know if you've ever been there but they have a river walk that's like a kind of a man-made river that's like a tier like a one story below the street yeah they have like a man-made river going around that goes through a couple of hotels and under the streets and they've got like you know ferry boats you can ride through there and restaurants everywhere so a lot of good food to eat so we got to do that and then we drove home saturday and uh i made great time of course made great time on that drive what did you play during the road trip as far as like music podcast npr oh no we just played uh well i don't know just some general music country music uh classic rock just whatever grateful dead yeah have you tried a little bit of grateful dead around the family a little bit 
Yeah, I mean, I don't really, you know, I'm, I'm fine with just listening to my own and playing stuff they enjoy. I don't know. My son was on his tablet. He has headphones. My girls have tablets and headphones. And yeah, we all want, you know, I want time on the way back. Oh, yeah. I heard a noise and I was like, Laura, hey, I think one of the kids' iPads, they're, they're asleep, but I think one of their iPads is still playing. I was like, what's that noise? It wasn't there. It, she, she had like pretended like she was going to take a nap and she was listening to her own podcast with one <laughs> earbud. And she didn't put the other <laughs> earbud in, so I could the other earbud it was playing loud enough to where I could hear uh-huh. she was listening to something else. Yeah, pretending to be asleep. You should have put that in a year and be like, "Fuck, oh, whatever." So yeah. Long. Now my focus on making good time. I'm obsessed, yeah. obsessed on the long road trips with, yeah, shaving off every thirty, every minute I can get. Man, driving very aggressively. You know, the only. The only uh, Corolla-related uh, podcast I can listen to while in the car with the kid is uh, the Bench Warmers with Gabe and Sonny. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> there's little to no cursing on that yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But made good time. And then, uh, yeah, got home. And Sunday morning was Father's, Father's Day was Sunday. I really didn't. I basically announced I don't really want anything because... We just had this incredible vacation. We had just an incredible trip and like the, you know, watching my son catch that monster shark. If I hadn't mentioned that he did, he caught a monster shark watching him catch that thing. And like, that was like the greatest gift ever. Yeah. So everybody was just kind of like, you know, tired out too from, well, I'm tired from driving. They're tired from like just doing nothing in the car all day, the previous day. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just everybody wanted to do their own thing. And I was like, that's fine. I was just doing stuff around the house, drinking beers. And anyway, I, anyway, I got sick and I woke up Monday. I've been sick for the last couple of days. Damn. Well, look, if if I can, uh, I'm not a, not a real dad yet. I mean, I'm a stepdad. Sure. You're um, a real dad, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Um, about a week ago, we were at the store and uh, the kid, uh, he was hiding something from me that he got me. And then when we got home, he gave me this. I'm looking at it right now. I don't want to move because I, you know, because, uh, yeah, I don't want to move a lot of stuff in the garage. You don't want that garage um, to fall down. <laughs> exactly. Um, but the the mug says, Dad, you are my hero. And I was like, oh, come on. Don't you're going to make me like nice. I promised myself I wouldn't cry. Uh, um, but um, I thought that was super cool. And, you know, actually, uh if you want to talk accomplishments, kind of like you and, you know, the kid with the, the fish and the shark and everything, which is super cool. What's um, that? I, you and the kid and the, the shark. Oh, yeah. 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 You're talking <laughs> about when my son caught that monster shark. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. The brown shark. Why, why, you gotta, <laughs> why do you got to keep the brown shark down, Chris? Well, I don't know if it's is it racist to call it that or like to call it a sandbar shark and just ignore its color, you know, ignore its yeah, heritage. Well, yeah, I. I want to throw this out there and say the sandbar sounds like a cool bar to go drink at. The sandbar. That's true. Yeah. Well, look, uh, the, the kid about maybe, I don't know, um, a couple of weeks ago, week and a half ago, he got sick. He got sick. He had a cold and his he was coughing and all that stuff. He was sick. So uh, we gave him some uh, medicine, some of the, you know, liquid kind of rubble. Uh, Benadryl. Double uh, up on the Benadryl. <laughs> exactly. Go to sleep. But you know how the ki- the kids they don't like uh, medicine. It it tastes funny, it tastes you know weird, whatever. And so he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. But I have a video of him. Basically, I said, "Why don't you do this here? You you 
take it yourself. You will do it. We're not going to do like airplane, put the spoon in your mouth or the little little cup. You're going to I tried to give it to him just kind of straight shot without a chaser. No, wasn't working. So what I did was, all right, you're going to drink. You're going to take your medicine, then take a shot of water and then you're going to be good. And it was kind of tough the first time. And then the, after that, the second time, I'm like, dude, you did it. He he did. He the, well, look, the first time he did it without the, the chaser, he like spit it out. He spit it out. Thankfully, he did it in front of the garbage bin. And he's like, oh, I can't, I can't. The second, the second time he finally did it, hesitantly, he did it. And then the third time, it's I'm like, dude, you you did it already. He he took the shot, he and then he took the chaser. And it's done. And now he can say he he can't say I can't do it. You know, when you've done it already, you can't say it's like zip lining. If you get scared later on after doing it once, it's like, dude, you already did it. You can do it again. So I feel like that was a, you know, like a accomplishment. Good. I felt I felt good as a dad or whatever. And I, I can I can now say I'm, I'm like your son now. You know, I I I, I can bring that up every time. Hey, why well, I taught yeah. the kid how to take uh, medicine. I was hoping that like this story all happened in, in like a 10 minute session where you had him like literally like take six shots of cough syrup. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this didn't happen over yeah. several times, yeah. several times you had to administer the medicine. This was like, this was just in about 10 minutes. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Rob's hazing his stepson with uh, cough syrup. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that was fun. Yeah. Upon. Yeah, man. Sometimes you got to do those things where you just got to like, look, you did this and nothing happened. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. And they still don't believe it. And yeah, but that's cool. Um, yeah. And it's yeah, it's come on. Kids, uh, they get a little scared. But once uh, once they know they they can do it, I've told them, dude, you can do it. I, I was I was showing also the bottled water. He he opens it with his mouth, with his teeth. Uh, and yesterday I was trying to teach him how to just hey look, lefty loosey, righty tighty. All right. Twist it with your left to the left, you know, and if, I remember, if it's yeah. Yeah. That. So that's uh so I remember being told not to use my teeth. Oh, right. Thousands of times when I was a kid. I don't think I've ever said that to my son. Cuz I know like what if he I, I still opened many things with my teeth and nothing bad ever happened. <laughs> like I I you know cuz it's like I was told not to open things with my teeth a lot of times, but I tried to open things with my teeth like plenty of times when like no grown-ups around you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. if i was caught like a hundred times i must have done it many more and it never nothing or bad happened and guess what like your baby teeth they you know you'll they'll be gone you'll get new teeth right because they have his age yeah. he's got his baby teeth still mostly uh yeah mostly yeah, yeah. there's a little secret for you kids <laughs> like those early teeth they don't really matter I get. I don't well, know. They, yeah. they. Well, I mean, the dentist says they matter, but he's biased. Yeah, biased. I think. Well, the you know what's funny dentist. is he. Uh, he calls me a lot through the Alexa uh, show uh, thing. You know, it's it's a yeah, screen the dot, thing. Man, yeah, it was maybe the worst mistake of my life. Showing myself oh, how to do that. Calls yeah. me all the time. Um, but he was calling me, and I was I was we were in the car, both of us, and he was at home, and uh, he's like. Uh, or I think the the sixteen year old called us. Oh, he um, he took his tooth out, his front tooth out. We're like, what? We we didn't even know it was loose. So yeah, we were trying man. to figure out w- whether it was loose or not. But I think it was one. It was still one of those baby teeth. He basically he pulled it out, which I think it's 
cool. It's kind of tough. As it long good. as it's yeah, you should congratulate yeah. him. My yeah. son, yeah, my son is like a tooth gets loose in the morning and he's got it out by the night. Like mm-hmm. he just starts working on it. Working on it. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's missing a tooth and it's bleeding really bad because it's too early, but whatever. Yeah. It's a baby tooth. Yeah. But that's good, man. That's good. Yeah. So uh, that's good. So that's, uh, you know, Father's Day for you. For me, it's, uh, well, I spent that Sunday on on our way back to uh, home from, from L.A. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, you know what? The Alexa Dot. Yeah. I put my son to bed the other night with the Alexa Dot because I was like Monday night. I was sick. I had a fever. Like I was. Yeah, I was. I was dying. I was. It was dying. And then and he's like, can you walk me upstairs? Put me to bed. I was like, no, but I will. You can call me on the Alexa Dot once you're in bed. <laughs> yeah yeah worked out okay he just wanted to talk to somebody before he you know, turned oh, the light out yeah so Same all right thing. it has its pluses yeah well yeah that's uh the kid it's like i don't know if yours do this uh but he he'll do everything possible to stall from going to bed every night uh well, what time are you coming home tomorrow uh, i don't know about five five thirty uh okay what what about mom uh five five thirty every night yeah. You should tell yeah. them things like they get my kids get they get real interested in things you're interested in when it's bedtime. Right. Yeah. So yeah. my son doesn't want to watch really want to watch Manchester United soccer game reruns during the day. But when it's time to go to bed, he's just like, Hey, hey, uh, hey, I saw that on the DVD. We should watch that game. You know, I was like, Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so start telling your kids stuff like, Yeah, I really love watching YouTube videos about economics and you know. <laughs> Like the government, Constitution, Second Amendment, you know. Yeah, yeah. Start telling, then, then all of a sudden, when it's time to go to bed, they'll pick, they'll start picking really boring stuff. Like, yeah, I want to. Hey, remember that documentary you're watching on the Black Plague? Let's pop that. Let's pop that baby in. Yeah, the form, baby oh, yes, formula yeah. shortage. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Get them. Wor- yeah. Not, well, don't get them worried about too many things. Yeah. <laughs> don't get them worried. Don't get them worried about his new uh, baby. Uh, you know, boy or girl. Oh yeah. Or I X. Know. Yeah. I'm not sure. It depends what state you live in. <laughs> you, you have like 74 other options you could pick well, on your birth certificate. Is the epicenter of it all, so. I know you can make yeah. up your own. You can make a custom. Yeah. Custom one where you, you know, but yeah. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's check in with, with the mole man for father's day. See if he did anything. I was rec- recuperating uh mm-hmm. if for those of you that don't know sometimes when we all shack well not sometimes all the time whenever we shack up into the one of these airbnb someone's snoring so all of combination of drinking and lack of sleep is like i need to make up for this so got back home probably that hi hat laura dude she snores like no one's fucking business bro i heard it's insane heard. it's rude it's rude yeah, it's- <laughs> He'll give you a run for your fucking money. Let's, let's leave it at that. You ever have you like you know you're with someone that snores and you start having real bad like yeah you start kind of having real bad feelings towards them. You know what I mean? For yeah. keeping you up at night. Yeah. But no, I'm serious. Like no. no. <laughs> I mean, you haven't yeah. kept awake at night by your partner snoring. You're just like, oh, damn. <sighs> yeah, it's happened. Back back when I was uh, you know a kid, uh, I at one point I would pinch my brother's uh, nose. Uh, when he was snoring, you know, and then he would kind of do the the whole, you know, and that wouldn't work. I had this coworker named Freddie, 
years ago, we used to go, we used to go to these conventions together, right? Like set up and tear down all this stuff. And we'd share like a room with two beds. Right. And this mofo snored so bad, like worst snoring you've ever heard. Mm. Worst snoring you've ever heard. And he would fall asleep early, like on his back with his chin on his chest, like with a pillow jam behind. And like, he'd just start snoring. Like, I mean, just like a freight train, like going back and forth and, you know, Uh and he would stop whenever I'd like yell at him, but then he'd stop waking up. So I'd start, I'd be be literally in this hotel room with coworker, like kicking the nightstand. So they would slam into his bed and wake him up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Just, you know, and acting like it didn't happen, just hoping that he'd like fucking roll over or something. But yeah, that was, that was the worst. And then towards the end there, before he left, I was like, I'd started demanding like, no, nah, I'm not going anywhere with this dude. Unless there's two hotel rooms, like all or of a sudden, some, some kind of suite with gone. like closed doors or something, yeah. but he's a great guy. We were good buddies and all that stuff. We went a lot of road trips together, but man. Yeah. So anyway, we'd be at these shows and like, we'd show up the next morning at this conference, like, yeah supposed to work together and i'd just be like man i want to fucking kill you <laughs> like you're lucky i didn't kill you last night <laughs> what about the home real, trick? real close to just suffocating you you know the the hand in the bowl of warm water oh Have i tried ever- that on someone years ago it didn't work yeah i don't know maybe they weren't passed out enough i don't know yeah make someone pee right mm-hmm. that's right yeah yeah and he's just snoring and it smells like piss in the room i don't know <laughs> but yeah worth a that's like a punishment yeah i, I kind of like to, i like where you're going yeah mm-hmm. i like where you're going with this at least punish the person for it well look for those of you that do have to suffer with someone that snores this is my best life hack get yourself uh, some of those uh foam earplugs from right aid oh yeah that's a good idea that works that does the trick for sure um, yeah i'd have to put in earbuds and like you know have like something playing on my tablet or something yeah that's another good gotta go to sleep I'm big on that. I, I, I love doing that, I'll, but I'll end up listening to maybe five minutes of whatever I'm listening to. And I'll just pass out. I'm unpredictable, man. I never know. I really never know whether I'm going to be out lights out or whether I'm going to be like, I like this. Uh, like I'm going to watch this for the next four hours. No problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just listening. I find it's easier for me to just pass off, pass out like that. But uh, yeah, Sunday after everyone's left, Went back home, slept for a few hours. I was supposed to be at my at my cousin's house with my pops and them like around four. I was planning to show up at four thirty. Showed up like maybe five, five fifteen. Yeah, a little yeah, four we, is a little early. Well, <laughs> no, I I woke up at four. I should say. Oh, you were you supposed to be there at four? I was supposed to be at four thirty, but the time between for me to get to my cousin's. Room, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it felt good waking up at four in the afternoon, nice and refreshed. It's like, yeah, let's let's go stuff my fucking face some more. Yeah, yeah. So hung out over there with my cousins and them. We were watching some movies. They were playing in the background. I forget what it was. Uh, one of them was doesn't fucking matter. But we watched the movies, ate, just had a good time. Well, then came back home, had some weed delivered to me, smoked the joint or something. <laughs> delivered weed and <laughs> don't have to go get it anymore it's insane um, you don't even have to go get it anymore no you don't man i mean the few times that i do and like physically go into a shop is like maybe on fridays because i happen to be nearby a place that has really good deals but other than that it's just delivery man 
I mean, man, the future is right? gonna change given the current state that we're in with like gas and all that shit being like super fucking expensive. So, or maybe they'll like revert to delivering via bike. Who knows? Don't even get me started, man. Drones. We'll save that for the next episode. Don't worry. I think, I think you know, doing this little curl family barbecue recap, Father's Day, and all, and your fishing trip is you know, it's good enough. I'll tell you what, though, Robbie, you said it. Harkening back to the episode where I talked about drone deliveries. That's right, drone. The weed market would be the perfect thing for that because you know, yeah, because you know you're you're environmentally conscious or or whatever. Like whatever you're, you're, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be environmentally conscious. Yeah, and then um, and it's kind of cool, right? A lot of the products that you buy, they're either packaged in, you know, small containers or they don't weigh that much. So I mean, it'd be the perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, you, those stores don't have like, uh, don't sell kegs. They don't sell kegs of weed yet, do they? I mean, Maybe someday. the closest you could do is like pounds of weed yeah the biggest thing they have is gonna be like yeah if they've got a drone delivery that's like five pounds it's like (laughs) no we'll we'll just drive it we'll bring it to you this is a good it's a good sale right unless you have like a really trustworthy uh grower slash friend is like yeah i'll just send the weed drone over just give me a few minutes it is a market to put it in because uh profit margin well you know i don't know i don't know if profit margins are really high or if uh the customers are high customers might enjoy watching their weed come to them on the drone <laughs> like you could you could watch the camera from the drone yeah as it comes to you like it's almost here guys i'm sorry yeah i'm making i'm making you guys you guys sound like uh you're in the movie half baked I mean, that's a scene if half baked was done in 2022 there'd be drone deliveries of weed in that movie yeah for sure <laughs> that, that'd be a major part of the plot i think I think Robbie froze on us. Oh no, never mind. He was just really still. No, he's here. Uh oh. He's just Rob. it's snowing. Oh shoot. <laughs> Snow on, on the roof. <laughs> so some snow. It's a though. Christmas, June, June Christmas miracle. Right? Yeah. Well, we're gonna talk more about drones soon. Uh D Roan's gonna have some more uh, hot drone uh topics next time around. Yeah, uh, for sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. Is that okay? Sure. I'll I'll try to find some. Yeah. I feel like I send you guys stuff on drones every week. Uh, you know what? I, I think what you would love also is uh, maybe some uh, honey deliveries through. Oh yeah. Drone. Was there a beekeeper? There was there a was beekeeper a, on on the uh, Ace Holes page. Uh, you know how you had a, a you know a, a swarm of bees at your place. Well, they were talking about bees, I think, uh, last time or honey uh, about a week or so ago on the ACS. And then one of the guys, uh, Travis, uh, not our Travis that was on the show, said uh, he posted a comment. He said, from today's show regarding honey, commercial beekeeper of over 15 years. He said, honey is so cheap on box store shelves because it's diluted in pure honey from multiple countries that do not have the standards for purity that America honey, American honey has to compete with. If you want to support American businessmen and women buy locally directly from a beekeeper, it's really not hard to find, but expect to pay, pay $10 or more per pound, depending on location. He's a little preachy at the end there, but we appreciate all that information, all that honey he, info. You know what I like about my honey, my uh, my uh, beekeepers? 
for me to know it's pure honey, they need to wear like a purity ring, but like a like a bee maybe on their ring or something like a purity bee ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like like the closer they get to more pure honey, like the more intense it just starts to glow. (laughs) Yeah. Well, first of all, yeah, I think you say first of all with Travis. I don't know the honey's cheap. Travis, you know what I'm talking about? Honey's not cheap. If you, I don't, I don't know what honey is cheap at the grocery store. It seems very expensive. I think maybe what mm-hmm. Travis is saying, it should be even more expensive, bro. Because I, a lot I, of honey is diluted. Eleven or twelve bucks for mine. Bro. Yeah, it's not, it's not cheap, and you don't. Yeah, I think honey kind of when you use honey, I think it kind of goes quickly too. Um, but yeah, there's like a lot of. Uh, I mean, I think that that Netflix documentary series Rotten covered it pretty well, but I think a lot of like fake like corn syrup colored like honey flavored corn syrup comes in from china and then you've got like these import companies that try to like sneak it in and tankers or just you know dilute every tanker or whatever by a 10 percent, whatever it is they're trying to sneak it in and change the laws of like what what is honey what what can you call honey what can you call honey sauce but yeah honeysuckle melon i mean did i did I tell you guys that the bees came back a sec? The bee keep the bee guy had to come out a second time. I believe you. Yeah, did. yeah. They the bee those bees came back, man. It's crazy. They like they want to be. They have like these coordinates in their head that they where they want to be. All right, look, look. I got the solution right here. If your son could take down a shark, he could take down bees. Done. I should tell him that. Throw him up the ladder and with a, I don't know. Like, I believe on. in you, son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I make him something out of a cardboard box. I think it's a racket. What if the guy, you know, he snuck in in the middle of the night and he maybe planted or brought the the queen bee? He's not getting he's not getting paid a second and now even a third time. This guy's got to come back out. No, he's not getting paid. He's got a he's got a Google review on his uh, company on the line here. Uh huh. Yeah. But like, yeah, affordable bee. I think I was saying like you got to be good with bees. I guess you got to know something about bees, but you also have to be a good handyman. Uh, turns out, not good handyman. Dude can't caulk for his life. You know, <laughs> doing a real shitty job caulking. So good with the bees, bad with the caulk. These bees are just like pushing their way through the caulking back up into the soffit into our house. This is the third time. Does he walk the walk or can he caulk the caulk? That's the real question. That's yep. I mean, that's what his bumper sticker said. but yeah i mean i guess you know i was saying you got to be a good handyman too but man this guy uh he's got to get back up there and uh yeah just recalk everything and put some more poison up into our house (laughs) like dude's like shot like 20 pounds of poison up into our attic already jeez yeah so he's not a really good coxman huh no no okay you might need a a lady uh, he's got a small caulk tube that's just not quite wide enough to fill the gaps uh up in the up in the house hey, man, so this cock won't fit different all right <laughs> this mm-hmm. cock won't fill the gaps yeah this cock was it was kind of like you know he, it was bent to the right you got to get to the left <laughs> oh boy well speaking of speaking of caulks or you know not no caulks like uh we'll wrap up this segment Happy belated Father's Day to all of you uh, listeners who are dads or have dads or want to be dads or happy Father's Day, dad. I don't know. Watch my two dads back (laughs) in the day. 
that show was uh they were pioneers weren't they before they, their time they laid the groundwork for what we're seeing happening now and that show that was like 25 years ago too wasn't it they were ahead of the curve as people say maybe it did damage i don't know is that the the show with paul riser no yeah yeah paul riser yeah. and the actor i don't remember his name but he played the the he was the truck driver in this show that was huge when I was a kid called BJ McCare, BJ McKay and his best friend bear. Do you know what I'm talking about? I didn't know that there was a, there was a, I thought it was just BJ. I don't know. He was, had an actual last name. He had a monkey friend. I think his name was BJ McKay, but he had a monkey friend named bear chimpanzee. I'm sorry. Sorry to the monkey community. Is that like a seventies show or something? I think a seventies, early eighties. Yeah. I feel like it went on for like 10 seasons, but, I was probably 10 and it would probably lasted like half a season, but I feel like I watched it a lot. Yeah. I think yeah, I remember. He's a truck driver. They start running commercials like that. And you get the supply chain problem wrapped up pretty quick. If every trucker out there, everybody that, you know, doesn't want to be a trucker finds out they can have a free chimpanzee. <laughs> it's just well, well, wasn't a uh, uh, Clint Eastwood uh, truck driver. Rob, that was an orangutan. Uh, okay. With, oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm a. Uh, we'll, we'll be issuing a, you know, a, a, a endless Rainer's apology, formal apology to the uh, primate, the uh, primate association of America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mislabeling their uh, animals. <laughs> you think that was an orangutan? Okay. Yep. All right. Well, Rob. Oh, man, he's going to go take a break for a second. It's Oh, he about. already yeah, he already knows. So, but uh, I don't think anybody knows. I haven't mentioned anything on Endless Ranchers about anything. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just want to I just want to make this special for me. All right. <laughs> so this is yeah. like, you know, Rob's doing a, a gender reveal party just for me. <laughs> His best friend. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um I was just curious. All right. All right. So, Rob, tell me, man, what's it going to be, bro? All right. Well, first of all, I, I, I don't think I've announced Oh, yeah, you do this thing. You're, you do this all your own. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I, I haven't announced to anybody here, I think, on the podcast. Um, you know, uh, my wife and I were expecting, you know, and uh, so we, we found out uh, maybe, what, a month ago or something like that, a month and a week ago. Yeah. And um, you didn't announce this on the podcast already? I did not. Congratulations to both of you. Thank you. I did not. Okay. Yeah, we got a little busy last time. We got a. We were talking yeah, about something did. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we. Uh, it's been. Uh, it's been. You know, it's been real. <laughs> and uh, you're you're experiencing your your dad residency. It's like, all right, I'm ready for the real thing. Let's go. Oh yeah, I uh, I was thinking to myself. Yeah, I'm, 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 come on, I'm, I'm older compared to other Hispanics out there. I, I'm, I should already have probably a grandkid by the time I'm my <laughs> age. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we're, we're expecting, um, uh, all right. When do you, when do you think you're expecting? So, it's um, a- it's looking like a, a second week of December due date. Oh, it could be a Christmas baby, or I yeah, guess that's a Christmas. That's close enough for a Christmas. Yeah, baby. which is fine with me. You know, I might combine the the presents. or a Hanukkah baby. You know. Oh yeah. I don't want to judge you, Robbie. I don't know what you 
what you guys get into. Yeah, yeah. Kwanzaa, you know, Kwanzaa, uh, baby. Again, deepest apologies. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, as long as if, you know, if the baby's born a little darker than me, well, I'm going to have to, <laughs> I'm going to have to check with the mailman. No, your baby's <laughs> going to come pretend. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So we're excited. We're excited. Um, I feel like uh, I've had some practice with the 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 seven year old. Uh, obviously, not with babies. I'm I'm kind of afraid to to kind of hold them and you know pick them up because they're so delicate at first, right? So I think Chris is gonna have to give me some uh, pointers. But um, yeah, uh, roll uh, drum roll, please. Um, we just found out Thursday morning, and I one of the Father's Day gifts that uh, I I got to my my, my dad was a box of baby clothes when they opened it it was the clothes was pink oh, so it's gonna be a girl beautiful. there you go oh man it's a girl it's you're a girl. in for it brother yeah you're in for it congratulations I, I, man thank you thank you <laughs> but you know my wife uh, told me and um and i was like uh okay all right Okay. I, can't, I can't wait to meet little Roberta Spotlight. I, I know. Right? <laughs> I, I might call her Barbara, you know, because the Barbara's, they call them Bobbies, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I do have to share one disappointment that I have in you is that you chose to go a route that didn't involve an explosive device. So, well, she didn't. Uh, I really wanted to do like a fun thing. And she's like, no, come on, no, come on. And, you know, of course, I was not going to start like a forest fire or anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel I feel a little cheated. Not yeah. that this is not that this is all about me. <laughs> it's a little bit about or me. Yeah. A shark. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I uh, mentioned you guys, but uh, yeah, my son called a shark all by himself <laughs> well, last week. What you should have checked was the shark's mouth. There was a little rolled up. Uh, note that said it's a oh, I girl. missed it. Yeah, oh, you didn't see man. it. I'm so yeah, sorry. You went through all that trouble. Yeah. I feel special again. <laughs> yeah. So uh Chris is gonna have to give me uh pointers. I uh, know you really are. Oh, you've man. got you've got double trouble because you've got twin girls. Yeah, don't worry, man. It it all it will all come naturally. I promise yeah. you that, brother. Like every instinct to protect, to never oh. drop, to like hold on to yeah, it'll all yeah. oh, other people's sure. kids, you know, drop them. Yeah, it will. you know, hot potato. It'll all, it'll all come natural, dude. Yeah, uh, I'm really happy for you, man. That's thank you, awesome. Thank you, appreciate it. Yeah. I, look, I feel like uh, I feel like I already have the boy with the seven year old. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's you know he's a he's a knucklehead. Yeah, it could be good for him too. Like you know that way. Uh, yeah, there's a difference there because you got kind of got a, you got a little bit diff different job to do with the boy right now. Yeah, you know, well, so. what, what kind of sucks, though, is uh, financially, if you want to get uh, top financials is uh, I was thinking if it was going to be a boy, cool, I can put them put them in the same room and stuff. Eventually, I'd rather have, uh, you know, a boy be with, the you know, with, the you know, and a girl separately rooms. But but, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Well, well, you never know these days, first of all. Yeah, and kindergarten, my 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 girl's yeah. teacher might tell her that. that you're just creating that gender construct, Rob. You're right. You're right. Just give them, give her a blank white room. That's right. You know, but not black, just blank, 
don't want to make it seem like she's in an institution or anything like that. Or yeah. maybe, yeah, maybe it should be a completely brown room. Oh yeah, <laughs> gotta gotta be stay true to the It'll to the mother race. Yeah, I'm not sure which is right here, but uh, no yeah. toys, no nothing. No. no, that's that's amazing, dude. Yeah, it'll yeah. just it'll come natural and it'll feel great. And uh, you should be walking around here to kill anybody. At any oh, time. <laughs> dude, I I am. I think I am like that. Yeah, yeah, you already are. Yeah, yeah. But like, just be constantly doing threat assessments. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna see like a three year old boy looking at my my two year old baby, oh, and yeah. I'm like, dude, I'll, oh, I'll dude, snap I'll you. you my son, like, yeah, he was macking on some girl. Like, this is his first summer vacation too. Like, <laughs> you know, he's like down Yo, at the pool. I just caught a shark. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. This is yeah, this is helping him. But <laughs> yeah, this is all reason the father takes a summer fishing trip for so he can brag brag about stuff to his friends later on now uh yeah he was uh he's meeting this girl at the pool you know just like looking trying to find a friend that was like female in his age so he found one the last couple days and he was always like trying to go down the pool like trying to be trying to be sly like yeah i'm gonna go uh check the pool see if uh, anybody's down there (laughs) like yeah over over and over and over yeah and then uh but we've got neighbors, but one of their daughters is about his is about his age, so they're hanging out all the time, and it's just nonstop. Like, leave that door open. <laughs> they're just all they're inside, outside, all the time, everywhere. They're no funny business, you two. All right. Yeah, man. I got an eye, but yeah, because I'm just like imagining my girls when they're they're five, when they're that age. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm acting all kinds of crazy. Oh, dude, I'm. I've already started a little bit, but in the yeah. neighborhood but you know yeah wild start making wild threats <laughs> wild pronouncements all the time yeah i was you know i was thinking uh obviously you have yeah you know you, you're gonna be happy with what you have right we are we're obviously gonna, gonna pray and hope for uh you know a healthy healthy kid everything you know goes well and everything but um you know like pros and cons and um i think most i don't know if most men men I, I I'd like to see if a, a poll would say that most men would prefer a boy, maybe because it's easier for maybe us, or um, we can relate more and all that stuff. It's just a biological thing, man. It's yeah. a biological thing. You're trying to yeah, trying to pass on your name or your name. It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, and then our daughter. Do- I mean, daughters. Obviously, oh man, once they're hopefully she's 35 when she first has her first boyfriend and you know and any experience (laughs) with love but uh but that women are the ones that yeah it will be up her also to give birth to you know my plan is future generations my plan for my girls is to uh, instill in them an insane level of uh, confidence in themselves yeah like maybe irrational, but like that they, you know, they cannot be beat. They cannot be, mm-hmm. you know, that they are, you know, unbreakable. And then uh, teach them a little bit of strike first violence, you know, a little bit of go for the nuts, know, like go to vote. No, you know. no. Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. Strike first. So I got no problem. Uh, like one of my girls comes up and hits me all the time. Just like, <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I'm, I'm like going to teach my girl. Um, um, well, I'm going to start teaching her uh, just stars and suns and planet, you know, a- a- astronomy, right? Astronomy. 
So later on, she become a, 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 a an astronaut, work for NASA or SpaceX. And I want her to go to space and basically just be up there. So no man can touch her. <laughs> uh, and that's it. That's it's it. It's like, what's the most isolated profession in the world? Ah, uh, yes. Mm, I want you to be an Antarctic explorer. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you should get real into like penguins. Yeah. Or fossil or, you know, ancient ice. Course don't out. worry I think, if, you, uh, if i think with girls i mean maybe with boys too i don't know i'm uh i'm only i'm i'm mostly an expert but with the girls at my plant just just make sure they you know they just are they feel so valuable so valuable like they just need to feel so valuable i mean all kids do uh but especially girls i think um yeah that's it yeah it's good good i have that if they feel valuable if they feel valuable if they feel like they're important and their opinion is important and all that, then they're not going to get with some piece of shit. Oh, dude, don't. I, I have friends who they're not. ladies they're not. out there, please. Yeah. Value yourself. Value yourself. Uh, just find an, someone. One important thing you can take away from this bullshit we've put on yeah. like the last hour. Is to yeah. Value. Just don't. Yeah. Even though I feel like high. we're getting a little preachy. Yeah, we are. But <laughs> you still, know, you I, can value I, yourself at a mediocre level. <laughs> I have single friends that uh, need to, to, I feel, I, I mean, I, sorry, ladies, I don't want to tell you what to do with your life, but I want you to value yourself. And now me being uh, soon to be a, a girl dad, I want you to value, value yourself. You, you can find a good partner out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, you know, it's harder, it's easier said than done. You know, if you don't have a figure there, it could be a mom, dad, whatever, like, you know, that's, that's really important really important for 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 men too for females especially i think maybe i don't know yeah again more female are go- females are going to college and like achieving higher degrees every year than men so uh for sure yeah maybe it's time we ratchet them back i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no look i let rob say that kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs> well look w- women can uh, earn more than men they can do whatever they yeah. want just uh whoever they find uh you know if they find a man out there just Make sure he also come on. Change Make sure a he light doesn't bulb. want to play your sport. <laughs> change a light bulb. Kill a spider every now and then. Uh, you maybe, know. Maybe make sure your man doesn't have uh, his eyes set on Olympic gold <laughs> in female yeah. swimming. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. What a crazy world. Just make sure yeah. your kids know they love them. And then you know, just the whole like I've, I was looking at an update. It's been like a month since that whole shooting thing happened, man. And it's like mm, there's more yeah. just really just terrible information coming out. Just people. Oh, that, for sure. Which you know, I think we focus you, on the cops, yeah. you know, but mm. my, like I saw this article this morning that said that kid was um, chronically absent is what like the head guy of the Texas Department of Education said, basically. And they look at his records and they're like, he's chronically absent from school since sixth grade, you know? Yeah. So man, this kid, this kid went years without any thinking that anybody gave a goddamn about him. You know, mm-hmm. so, it's a great little monster there, and he did a lot of damage to that community. But then it's also come out that like the community knew like of all these weird, horrible things he had done. But you know, no one really did anything about it. I guess maybe what do you do about something when you hear there's a kid and it's a small town, so people know who he is. Like there's a kid carrying a bag of dead cats or something. Multiple people report. Weird. no one no one says anything and the, the school did like neighbor one thing it's like you gotta you got this thing where do i turn do i call the police about this 
but a school is another thing where it's like chronically absent since sixth grade. Like, what's up? What, what have you been doing? Like, yeah. what have you been doing to like, try to reach out to this kid, the family, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they were, maybe there were, but they seem to be focused just on the cops that didn't kick the door down after a lot of damage was already done and not a lot of focus on who created this fucking monster. Anyway, I'm going to get pissed off and keep talking about it. <laughs> yeah. There's too many yeah. good things. Yeah. Not enough focus on that. So love your kids, man. Make sure your kids know you love them. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, with my stepkid, if I ever get uh, kind of serious with him or if ever I scold him on something, oh, I will. No, no. I, I, uh, I uh, then I come back and I let him know I get, I get light again. Like, Hey, just make sure be careful with this or hey. Next time I'm going to do that, you know, just, I mean, if you're going to be hard on them, but also show them the love, oh, sure. uh, I don't know, be, be both. You can be both. Yeah. You can um, get, I can get a lot of trouble and guess what? I'm not going anywhere and I'll be here tomorrow morning. And yeah. And then you do know, that happens a few times. You're just like, okay, I'll just got to take my licks and everything's going to be okay. And, you know, Oh yeah. Yeah. Just let them know. And then also you know, like neighbor kids, like even other kids, like kids need to feel like they're important that they've got some kind of value. So if there's some kind of neighbor kid kicking around, that looks like he's not really being taken care of or like done something doesn't seem right. Yeah. Say hello. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Say hello. My, Say, hey, uh, I like your bike. Oh yeah. You know, for sure. Your bike is cool. Yeah. You know, um, my, my step kid, sometimes we'll go for a walk. He'll even tell me, um, you know, hey, uh, when can we go for a walk? Or wait, there's a park somewhat nearby here. I wish there was a better park, but it's just, you know, it's got a couple of things. And he will, you know, he could be a little healthier. He's got a little little tummy. But every now and then when there's a, a bench on the sidewalk, he'll say, oh, can we take a break? We'll sit down. And that's when his like, he'll he'll start kind of talk, talking about his feelings and asking me these kind of questions about life. And stuff like that. So I'll get kind of like I'll I'll talk to him like a little mini adult, and obviously I won't kind of use big words, but you know we'll we'll have convos, and then then we'll say, okay, you want to keep on going? We'll talk, and and then we'll we'll walk and talk and keep on on walking. So you know, just treat him like a human being. Yes, sir. That's right. Well, you're doing good work there, Robbie. Really proud Thank of you, man. sir. Thank you. I yeah. For you. Thank you. All those parents out there, you know, you, Chris, especially, I, I might hit you guys up for questions, you know, as a, as a, you know, as this uh, date comes uh, by. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. With the girls, well, with the boy, I can give you the girls just like, I'm just like, uh, you can just wrap me around your finger. That's fine. Yeah. Well, look with actually, <laughs> I know we've, we've, I don't That's know how much time we have right now, but you know what, what's funny with the boy, we'll, we'll kind of fight sometimes like physically he'll punch me and I'll punch him back kind of, uh, you know, rough housing and kind of, you know, just, you know, play fighting. But at the same time, I want to know where that line is, where I want him to know that I'm the adult. And like yesterday, he told me he, I call, I think I called him my friend or whatever. He's like, yeah, but you're the parent. Call me a parent, which is good. But I want to, I want to be able to place. That's right. I, I want to be able to be his friend and p- kind of play around. But at the same time, want to make sure he kind of takes me serious as a yeah, dad and dip a, into that buddy stuff more yeah. when they're younger but then as it gets older it's like no no, mm-hmm. no 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 yeah no well you know i don't know if i mentioned this my son caught a monster shark if like <laughs> one of the one of the downsides of this of that is that now he you know shit. yeah he's bowing up a little bit you know getting a little aggressive 
like <laughs> feeling like he's impressing the ladies and maybe uh you know can talk back a little bit more so yeah we we go at it we go at it quite a bit like but i mean i also don't want to you know with boys it's like i want to make sure that he's got a fighting spirit you know mm-hmm. so i think you know there's a lot of domineering dads that uh, don't go that go a little too far and maybe crush that oh for sure yeah yeah so you gotta, you know, give them the attaboys and hey, good job. Uh, you'll get them next time. That sort of thing. You know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We'll practice, etc. All that stuff. Well, speaking of practicing and people trying to reach us, reach out to us to talk more about Chris's kid talk, uh, catching a shark. Rob, how can people do that? All monster, right. The monster shark. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. So uh, everybody, thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, those who want to uh, check us out on social media, Shout you can follow Kwan. us. Yeah, you can follow us on Hello, Instagram. Kwan. Instagram. Uh, it's at Endless Ranchers Podcast at Endless Ranchers Podcast. That's on Instagram. If you want to check us out, out on uh, Twitter, it's just at Endless Ranchers. That's on Twitter. Uh, for those of you who want to join in on the conversation, share memes, go back and forth throughout the week. Uh, check us out on uh, Facebook. It's a private group, but we'll, you know, we'll let you in. Just uh, search the Endless Ranchers podcast and uh, join us. We'll talk and, uh, you know, we'll do the thing. If you want to check out Chris uh, on uh, Twitter, it is at Grateful Red One. That's number one, Grateful Red One. Um, also, before I forget, uh, we're, uh, we always stream live through, uh, on YouTube. So just, um, search endless ranchers and you'll, you'll see us. We're pretty much consistently here on Wednesday evenings, uh, 6 PM, uh, Pacific time, 8 PM. Uh, what is it? Central time. Is that, uh, correct? Um, yep. YouTube just, uh, search endless ranchers and you'll, you'll find us. Go ahead and click uh, uh, like, subscribe. That helps us out. Uh, that would be appreciated. So YouTube, also your favorite uh, streaming apps for podcasts, find us there. Go ahead and uh, download. Download and uh, watch at the same time. Uh, let's get those numbers up. Uh, not that they're bad. They're good. They're, they're actually growing. Uh, if you want to check out Mo Man, Manny Mo Man on Instagram and Twitter, just uh, go to at how we figure how we figure and also check out his uh, uh podcast uh, that he does also it's at how we figure if you want to check me out check me out at um robbie spotlight basically all social media uh i like i like uh instagram and twitter and facebook but uh i'm a big instagram guy i love memes so uh check me out robbie spotlight and um i think that's it unless there's something else uh i think that is it i thought you were talking about downloading uh the YouTube app. Right. Oh, and I was like, man, we broke it into my mom's demo here. <laughs> go, go to the Apple store. But I would suggest download the YouTube app, download all our episodes, uh, put them, play them in the background while you go to work just continuously. And uh, yeah. And then on your, you know, podcast, you know, Spotify, do that. That'd be fun. Absolutely. Yes. Please do all that. We really appreciate it. We appreciate uh, all the support and listening in and uh, those of you in the chat that are chiming in a little bit. Really appreciate that. Always good to, yeah, always good to uh, catch up with my boys here and uh, see what everybody's doing. Glad you guys had a great trip. Yeah. Thank you, Manny. What do you got, Manny? 
I was just going to say, we're the only one we're missing in the chat is Monkey's Uncle. I don't know where you're at, but hopefully we'll catch you on the next stream. That's right. Monkey's Uncle, Bruin Backhand. A shout out to Emmy from uh, from the Corolla Camp. He was on there, Mini Spring, Hi-Hat Laura, B. Frank. Uh, yeah, everybody else was uh, watching and not commenting. That's another thing about uh, our YouTube live uh, streams. You can comment and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk and we'll go back and forth. That's right. All right, everybody. Well, again, good to see you guys. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. This is Chris saying, get it on. This is Rob. Get it on. Get it on, everybody. I love cocaine. Well, now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the vision hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great.